Blog Talk Radio. Turns out a half-eaten meatball was clogging up the intake. Oh. Did you save it? Uh, no. You bastard. You are a smelly pirate hooker. died and went to heaven. But then they realized that it wasn't my time, and so they sent me back to a brewery. Stop it! Cut it out! I have a glandular problem! That'll be $60. Suck my cock! I'll murder your family! Leader Blog Talk Radio and BlogTalkRadio.com. This is the Jake and the A Show special edition, live on location for Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. With me tonight is C Mac. Go, Pat, go! Yeah, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> oh, not much. We we just we had a uh, I think we had a really nice car ride. Mm-hmm. It was out here quickly from uh, Twin Cities, Minneapolis. That delicious meal at good old Curly's Pub. We did. We well, we stopped off at the Jersey Store. Oh, of course. Not um, to be mistaken with the Jersey Shore. Um, we uh, yeah, had a delicious meal. I'm glad I didn't tackle that challenge I brought up last week. Because oh my god, it was huge. I don't even know if we'd be doing a radio show right now because I'd probably I'd probably be laying in bed. But um, and part. Probably be half in bed, half on the toilet. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Um, so seven weeks have gone by. We've made it to the end of uh, July, and um, we're going to preview the NFC North. But um, the big news so far of the um, of the day is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The big news of the day is the sanctions that came down on Penn State. Uh, they have been fined $65 million. Fined, uh, fined, not only fined, but that they have been, they are uh, ineligible for bowls for the next four seasons. Wow. And Joe Paterno vacates all of his wins from 1998. 2011. Yeah, it equals 111 wins. 111 wins, so that puts him uh, the 12th of all time now on the uh, wow. all-time win list. He drops uh, 11. Uh, he, he drops down the the ranks faster than a uh, Viking um, quarterback. Something. <laughs> I don't know, um, but <laughs> that's the big news of, of the day. We will uh, probably end. The the second half of the show, we'll talk a lot about uh, the 1,000th episode of WWE Monday Night Raw. Tonight. That will take place uh, about two hours from the end of the show. Um, well, but yeah, we are your live in the belly of the beast leader because we are in the belly of the beast, the newly renovated, or currently under renovation Lambeau Field. Um, they keep on making it better and better. Better and better. And some and some teams can't even, can't even uh, you know, get a stadium, but um, we just batting on ours. We're, I do our greatness. We're, we're very, very, very good at that. Um, we're looking at Lambeau Field right now. Looking at it, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
NFC North last season. Standing. Green Bay Packers were 15 and 1, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Detroit Lions 10 and 6. Chicago Bears 8 and 8. And the Minnesota Vikings were 3 and 13. What's that? So we'll, 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 as we have the whole the whole series, we start with the uh, team that's finished in last place. That means we'll start with the Minnesota Vikings. Ah oh, well, what 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 could we say? What sort of good things can we say about the Minnesota Vikings? Is there anything good we could say about them? Well, well, let's just say they they did <laughs> get the they did get the first overall pick, which was smart because they probably would have drafted Matt Polio. Still, not taking Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Probably, yeah. So, but they did take Max Lilly too, and they they somehow duped uh, Cleveland into thinking that they were going to take uh, Trent Richardson, even though they have a legitimate running back and backup running back. Um, yeah, that's kind of fun. Uh, but they ended up acquiring a few more draft picks from the Cleveland Browns. They took uh, tackle Max Lilly from USC, and then a move that I like, they traded back into the first round. Draft uh, safety Harrison Smith from Notre Dame. Notable free agent that they picked up, um, and I quote: "Chid Hartman uh, from the Minneapolis Star Tribune." The Minnesota Vikings signed the next Chris Carter, and that was Jerome Simpson from the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh my Bengals. God! Are you serious? Wow. I, I, ha- I have it. I have the picture of the uh, the screen on my phone. Just because uh, he did. Drugs or something like Chris Carter did. Chris Carter got oh, in trouble for drugs. I thought that's what you're talking about. I didn't even think about that. Um, that's they, pretty absurd to say that. Yeah, it really is. They it might, that might have to go on uh, one of those uh, absurd comments of the year. What are the preposterous statements yeah, of the year? Comment bad now. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe comment can uh, get that rolling. Um, tight end from uh, Litchfield native John Carlson. And uh, quarterback Chris Carr from Baltimore. Noble Freed said they lost. Fullback, the 12th man in the huddle, Nafahu Tahi. Offensive guard, Steve Hutchinson. Quarterback, Cedric Griffin. And he wasn't a free agent, but they just cut him instead. Kicker, Ryan Longwell. Oh, sad. The uh, non division key games they have this season they travel to Washington, Seattle, and Houston, and host San Francisco and Tennessee. My outlook is I'm not trying to describe the Alex Vikings. They're going through a youth movement, which explains a lot of the subtractions to this team. Christian Ponder has some protection uh, with Matt Khalil, but will that be enough? Ponder has to be upright for us to see what he can do. The injury and on-field problem with Adrian Peterson is another question about his uh, about his availability in the early part of the season. It's a good defensive line, but their linebacker core is horrendous. On paper, they start the season on too well, but Jack Phillips is a much better team than Minnesota. Andrew Luck's first home start in week two. I don't see any divisional wins in this team, maybe some close games. This team should improve on the win total from last season, but again, they're the Vikings, and they may not. My record prediction of the Minnesota Vikings is 6 and 10. 6 and 10, I think that's probably stretching <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> well, you never know if they do. They got rid of Brent Longwell, but they also got their their new guy who they, they hope is the future, the Blair Walsh Project, I believe his name is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, huh? Adrian Peterson might get into some trouble because he likes to beat up top. That's true. That's never good to do. It's never good to beat up anyone, but then to beat up some top. Yeah. I, 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 I think the, I think the order of I think the order of beating people up goes uh goes anyone. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes to cops. Then it goes to women. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. probably children and women should be probably tied to. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you just you just really never know. I mean, they're obviously in a rebuilding year still. Jerome Simpson, the next Chris Carter, have another beer, please. Right, right. Please. Right. Because he had that cute, that cute, like look play he did last year. He's not even gonna play the first three games. No. He decided to do, to do some pot. So. I don't know. They're, it's, I know you don't smoke weed. They're, I know this. But I'm gonna get you high they're, today. But they're well, they're they're going to be laughing for this some time today. No question. Their goal is to maybe maybe beat the Packers once. That should be their goal this year. 
Well, and, I, and I, I, win I, some games that they're going to finish last. I, I, I agree. I, I think that, um, and I'm not just saying this because we don't like the Vikings at all. No, no, I, I, I agree. <clears throat> I think that if the, well, and three wins last season, but I, if, if obviously they want to have six, they want to have six wins. They want to have if they could beat the divisional opponents, and that's it. That's a successful season again. But they're not going yeah. to. Yeah. There'll be any of them. But if they, in the fans' eyes. If the Vikings finish two and fourteen, and those two wins are against the Green Bay Packers, that is a that's they a successful won, yeah. season. Yeah. We can talk about that. Even though the Packers have finished them uh, fourteen and two, probably, and um, then they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's, right. it, it wouldn't matter. But uh, I, I I just um, I know I've, I've kind of tweeted with a few people on on, uh, on Twitter about um, the, the Vikings record. Some people think they're going to be they're, they're an eight and eight. Uh, they're, they're nowhere near an 8-18. They're, they're, I mean, let's, let's, let's just get real here. They're, they won two games last year, right? realistic. I mean, exactly. They're realistic. Yeah. Uh, and they go uh, from two to eight, that's tough to do, right. especially with a division like ours. Yeah, three legit, legitimate playoff teams in our division. Then you have the Vikings. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 there's no question about that. Um, I speak the truth. And um, uh, I guess some breaking news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's official. More than a year after the word first service at the University of Minnesota was close to an extension with men's basketball coach Tubby Smith. It's a done deal. Tubby Smith um, has agreed to an extension through the 2016-17 season. Uh, scheduled to make close to $1.8 million in each of the two final years on that deal. So Tubby Smith is your Golden Goldberg basketball coach through uh, 2017. So it's like a five-year extension for Tubby Smith. But anyway, back to the uh, NFC North preview. Um, I thought you were going to say breaking news. Chad, jo- Chad Ocasek would change his name back to Chad Johnson. That well, if you're going to change it back to Chad Johnson, then you change it back to, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, if, I'm a, if I'm a judge, I would just sentence him to like five days in jail for being annoying and <laughs> wasting my time. That's just, that's just my personal opinion about that. Uh, the, the, the team that came in second, uh, third place last year was the Chicago Bears. Notable first-round draft picks. Uh, defensive event. Shea McKellen from Boise State and the second round of wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey to go along with uh, that, that uh, Brandon Marshall pickup. Notable three just they signed the uh, past offseason. Quarterback Jason Campbell, running back Michael Bush, and quarterback Calvin Haney. Notable free agent losses, quarterback Caleb Haney, and free safety Brandon Merriweather. Non-division key games, uh, they are at Dallas, Tennessee, San Francisco, and Arizona. And they host Houston and Seattle. Um, adding Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey as wide receivers are huge this team that needs wide receiver in a division that contains Calvin Johnson, um, all five Green Bay Packers, and Percy Harvin. Getting Matt Forte and deal is providing them and providing themselves with insurance and Michael Bush will keep Forte fresh and their offensive weapons. The defense side of the ball is another story. Julius Peppers and Brian Erlacher anchor the defense. Their defensive backs are weak, and Green Bay and Detroit will put up 25 plus points on them for sure. Slight improvement in score for Chicago. I think they go eight and eight to nine and seven. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who I want to take to get second in this division. I don't know. I like the Bears or the Lions. But I mean, with Cutler being back, he's going to play well. Even though I'm not completely sold on him. Uh, how good people say he is, I don't know yet. Right. But uh, it's tough to say. That Erlacher getting older, the defense is kind of getting older. But then he said they didn't. That's nice traffic, so we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I This is tough for me to, to pick the Lions or um, the Bears to win the division. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say right now, but. I, I guess right now I probably have to pick the Lions though. So the way you're talking, you got the Bears going third. Uh, well, I, I mean, as of right now, I have the I have the Bears at nine and seven. 
Vikings at six and ten. Yeah. Uh, but we'll move on now to Detroit. Um, first round and our notable 2012 draft picks, offensive tackle Riley Wright, who from Iowa, who just signed today. Um, and for free agent side, I put no major moves. No major moves. Yeah. Notable free agent one offensive linebacker Bobby Carpenter and quarterback Eric Wright, which will also be nice because uh, as of today they have cut terminated the contract of uh, was it uh. Eric Curry or what was, what was Aaron Barry? Aaron Barry. Aaron Barry. Those fucking lions just cannot stay out of fucking jail. What is wrong with those dudes? Jesus. There's a lot of things to do to get in trouble in Detroit, I guess. They wanted to. I mean, the Vikings even took took the ranks back from them about a month ago, was it? For being the most uh, r- arrests in the league since some I forget what year it is. Uh, and now they, the Lions really wanted that record. Yeah, Detroit. 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 Uh, um, yeah, yeah they've been in a lot of trouble lately. Aaron Barry, they all have been. They like to spend time in jail, I guess. Yeah. It's fun to go there. I don't know. I have never been in jail, but the way they're acting, it just seems like it's fun. Okay. the brightest uh, team in the ball tree. Oh. <laughs> well, but anyway, anyways, it's uh, yeah, so very weird. Now, this is a trendy pick by a lot of experts last season. They had a high-powered offense and young, inexperienced defense. That could probably do a 10-6 record. Their first playoff appearance in 11 years. Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson in huge years last year. It was Stafford's first healthy year. He's an injury from, from this team losing game, I think. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Johnson comes down to earth this season. He's got a lead wide receiver, easily a top three in the game. But with Heights starting the Lions, a Madden cover, and just being a young team, he'll be schemed against more and more and possibly contained. Off-field problems, yeah. off-field problems might hurt this team. Immature defense is a problem that they don't try exactly. to shake it up. I think this team regresses well. Okay, tougher. Last day we were playing a last place team schedule. They're going to be playing a second place team schedule. I think they regress. I think they're also nine and seven. I like it. Like you said that I said it before on the show. Like they're just their defense is extremely immature. Very talented, but extremely, yeah, yeah, extremely immature. They get in too much trouble. And they're, they make stupid mistakes. And he said that was Father needs to have a talking with him and say, son, you need to settle down out there. Quit the bullshit. This isn't freaking high school or freaking college anymore. You're in the pros. Mm-hmm. Act like a fucking professional. No question. You can be there's you can be tenacious and be fucking nasty, but within the rules. There's guys who do that all the time. Ray Lewis, perfect example. He's a nasty bastard, but he plays within the rules of the game. Yep. That's what makes you and, great. And, and no one even what makes you stupid, stupid and no, stomping on people. No, yeah, no one even goes back to, you know, the, the whole Ray Lewis Super Bowl deal in Atlanta several years ago. Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, he's made himself into a, a great leader and a great person in the NFL and around the city of Baltimore. And now he's, you know, no one even talks about this stuff. Thrown it to a man is what I, 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 I could say. And now he's still a boy. Yes, so yeah, he needs to just grow up. I think Along with a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they easily, easily could be favorites. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, I feel mature. I, I just think that, I, I think, that, I think they regress. I, I just think Matt, I mean, Matt Stafford had a, I hope so. had a insane year, as did you know, Calvin Johnson last year. I, I just, I think that it's, Tougher, yeah, you are correct. They were playing on a last place team schedule. Yeah, cause I mean, I mean they, 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 oh, I didn't even go. The, the games they, they, they play San Francisco, Philadelphia, Arizona, Seattle, Houston, and Atlanta, and Tennessee. So yeah. they, they've got a very tough schedule, um, what they had last year. Yeah. Moving on. Well, moving final, on to greatness. Final team. Final of the 32 teams we previewed. It's the best for last. Over my shoulders in Lambeau Field. We're here for a reason because we got a we got a big important meeting tomorrow. It's a very important business meeting. <laughs> the the shareholders meeting. But. All right, notable first round and or dra- uh, 2012 draft pick linebacker from USC, Nick Perry. And Nick Perry, and then Nick a defensive lineman, Jerrell Worthy from Michigan State. Notable three teams they picked up. Uh, Quarterback, I'm sorry, uh, center Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Defensive lineman Anthony Hargrove. Will not play the first eight games. 
right, Phil? So they draft the drafted for the quarterly. Yep, yep. Notable free agent losses. Quarter, quarterback Matt Flint, center Scott Wells, and then uh, Chad Clifton has retired and slash was released. Ryan Grant has not been re-signed. And quarter, uh, uh, safety Nick Collins has uh, had his contract terminated as well due to uh, his neck. Well, finally, we, we've uh, we've saved the best for last. Here is my completely unbiased thought for the 2012 Green Bay Packers Super Bowl victory. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Uh, well, three of the first four games are at home. If they start out three and one or even four, and that'll be an impressive feat. They should easily be considered the favorites. Uh, San Francisco, Chicago, and New Orleans uh, are at home with uh, Seattle kind of wedged in there too. They have other tough opponents like Houston or the Giants. It'll be tough for them to go undefeated. Uh, uh, it'll be tough for them to get 15 wins or go undefeated this season within the division. Um, and within the division, they should have two easy wins against Minnesota. But traveling to Detroit and Chicago will be tough. They addressed their weak defense in the draft. have points relying on the cause of Chad Clifton. My biggest concern for this team is the quarterback position. We all know Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but if he goes down, we're supposed to believe that Grant Harrell is there. I'm nowhere near as confident in Harrell as I was in Matt Flynn. We know their offense and special teams should be just fine. Their defense can sack and intercept, but tackling and preventing the pass is very silly feel. If they can change that, they're the favorites again. I don't think they'll go 16-0 or 19-0. They'll have a few losses, but they shouldn't lose in January. And we'll hopefully be playing a game in February. Uh, my prediction would agree that Packers is 13-3. I like that prediction. They do have a tougher schedule. They start off against the board well, I mean, yeah, they start off against San Francisco, but then also there they have they host New Orleans, they host Tennessee, and they go to Houston and then the Meadowlands to face the Giants. My hope is that that fucking that stupid bastard, Mercury Morris, doesn't have to open a champagne in, fe- in February or in January or ever. I hope that they go 19-0. But I'm very realistic in that that probably is not going to happen. I hope that the Thirteen and three sounds good to me. I hope that the that, that the you know the clock ticks off in Super Bowl forty seven and the Packers are winning. There's three zeros in the clock. And then Mercury Morris hears this sound. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> It'd be nice. I mean it, it it would be nice. I can't uh that would be the that would be the most incredible thing. The, the Packers could never win a game ever again. But that would that'd be fine if they went nineteen and all. Mm-hmm. Actually I'd be pissed if they never won a game ever again, but that would be really sweet if they did go nineteen and all. Yeah. I'm I mean, expecting I'm expecting big things. They went fifteen and one last year with basically having freaking St. Anthony High School's defense pretty much. They got. I mean, there's there's reasons why they got scored on. They had a they had a they had a bad defense. I'm not going to deny that, but I mean, they, but I just, if, if they can go 15 and one with a with a you know 31 32 defense, imagine what they can do with but a better defense. But they again they were playing a bunch of second place teams. They weren't. They're going to face a great team. I know that. Play. I know that. But I'm just saying. But they they still have pretty much the same team on offense. About Ryan Grant, oh boo hoo, he sucked anyway. Yeah, I, I mean he's been average. I wouldn't say sucked, he's been average. They completely stacked, stacked themselves up on defense. Exactly what they had to do. I was. Uh, yeah, I mean, so happy with their. I, 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 I enjoyed their draft. They, they, I think they had a long line of they had seven picks and five or six of them were defense. Uh, I. I, I I'm not against that for a for a uh, for a second. They, they did what they needed to do. Um, the best team in the world for Christ's sake. Yeah. Maybe Nick Perry will be there handing out uh, free T-shirts at the at the meeting tomorrow. Will he? Uh, maybe. Sure. It'd be nice. Yeah. They they drafted Nick Perry, Jerome Worthy, Casey Hayward, Mike Daniels. 
Jerron McMillan, who I guess everyone is raving about, as their people, Terrell Manning, and then their, their lone offensive selections was the two last picks, seventh round, Andrew Datko from Florida State, and then quarterback B.J. Coleman from Tennessee Chattanooga. Who? Hey, man, he's the next. Not even I. <laughs> well. But that, that wraps it up. Next week, we'll I'll, I'll put together the the predictions. When, I mean, we won't make our official NFL predictions until well, probably the, the game. Packers are going to win the Super Bowl this year, so that's a sneak preview to our, to our predictions. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. No. Um, <laughs> got, for those of you that listen to the wrestling show, the TJR Radio, check out TJR Sports. Just launched last week. I'm writing it. I, I, me along with uh, listeners of the show's um, writing for it. I wrote a view from a Packer fan in Minnesota. Uh, now preposterous that sounds, but it really is um, a very real, very real thing. Appreciate y'all all have already looked at it. And go ahead back to TJR Sports and check out those good photos on there. Uh, yeah. So, tonight, is a big night in television because wrestling television because well actually television everywhere it's never happened before ever in the history of television because that, it? Uh, well I mean last year was only on like 547 shows Gunsmoke wasn't on this many shows uh, Simpsons Simpsons Seinfeld and Cheers combined uh, no I mean I, Monday Night Raw is a thousand show tonight and I'm excited it's gonna be fun I'm, I'm very excited for it. It's, the, the wrestling world has been talking about that. Um, but all over Twitter, Facebook, out, crowd, whatever you can think of, any social media site, it's been all over the place. It's been USA Today, we saw that earlier. Yeah. Cover of USA Today. Um, I'll, read, I'll read the... Uh, According to Rajah.com, CM Punk was reportedly involved in an airport in the man in St. Louis. What uh, There was an incident Sunday night at St. Louis International oh. Airport involving WWE champion CM Punk and a fan. Someone tried to, like, bond him or what? As Punk arrived to the airport from Omaha, Nebraska, a fan asked him for an autograph and was turned down. We don't know the story behind it, but the fan uh, was probably rude in the approach. This led to another fan yelling at Puck and caused a scene, which quoted throwing an autograph from garbage can. <laughs> Airport police immediately encountered Punk at the man, with Punk appearing very annoyed having his time wasted. Other W talent were there asking if fans knew the fat guy, the man who, who booked Punk through in the garbage can. Punk then went on Twitter and made a mention of unacceptable behavior at one person ruins it for everyone. He also thanked all the respectful fans at Port Notre. He just doesn't like rude people. I. I need that shit too. I would, just like Punk said in uh, his rant last year, you know, you move me and then you stick an autograph book in my hand and it's in my face at one thirty in the morning. In fact, it's an autograph. Yeah. I, any any kind of person, I mean, Punk is like a really cool down to earth guy. I wouldn't yeah, want it. You know what? If he's an autograph, he doesn't want an autograph. It's not a big deal. Move on. Move on with your life. As long as he embarrass you and make you feel like you're one foot tall, like uh, <laughs> I ate dirt and Packard did to myself at one time. That was embarrassing. Yeah, that was still brown. Yep. I still don't like him to this day. I used to like him a lot. When he was yeah, well, what happens when you, when you don't give him dollars and
come along, it'll take five seconds. All I have to do is, you don't have to say anything to them, but maybe the guy was an asshole. We don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm I wouldn't sure. give him my draft he was an asshole rookie either. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, sorry. I mean, I, I, I but, can uh, imagine. I'm sure it was something along the lines of, hey, hey, punk, can I have an autograph? And punk really just didn't really say anything to him. And then it's like, hey, fuck you, punk, or something like yeah, that. You know, yeah. always been along the lines of that. You know, he doesn't have to give you an autograph. He doesn't have to do anything. Um, um, and we saw a list of people uh, to be returning to him on uh, Stone Cold is not there. I'm going to send a letter to Mr. McMahon telling me that I'm really upset. <laughs> I'm going to tell Mr. McMahon and say I'm really upset and cry. Uh, I mean, it, it, a lot of the names mentioned are, are pretty cool. And well, if you're listening live and don't want to listen to this, then just uh, mute your thing for a minute or two. But um, obviously, at the beginning of the show, let's start off with DX. And I mentioned this to you. You just dropped that onion ring fry on the ground. Good thing we have to clean up this place. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. But. I mentioned you how, how cool because obviously DX is starting off the Thanks show. Banner, how you doing? DX is starting off the show. Um, uh-huh. Brock Lesnar is supposed to be involved uh, Triple H sometime that show. I know we talked last week on the wrestling show about uh, Brock Lesnar somehow getting involved. Obviously, it kind of sounds like a former conclusion that he will be involved in that that matchup or that uh, opening segment with Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels. But Noted that you know Billy Gunn is backstage as is Xbox. Oh the one Billy Gunn. As is uh, you know he works at WWE right now at the Road Dog. So it'd be cool to see you know Sean Walton Xbox come out there. To his boo, who makes noise? Xbox, think you can tell me what to do? No. Um, <laughs> and uh, it'd be cool to see the new Edge Outlaws come out. That'll be sweet. And uh, then have Brock Lesnar's run. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. But, it, yeah, it should be a fun show. Hopefully, you know, there's tweeting, there's touting, there's Facebooking, there's MySpacing, and, <laughs> and Amazoning or whatever they want to do, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, they can kind of leave it to a minimum. You know they won't. They're always over the top of things. Hey, did you know that, like, last week, while I was, while I was watched more than any ESPN Playboy channel or... Cinemax or yes for NBC, ABC, Disney Channel, History Channel, and the, and the history of life ever television. Anybody who watched television, the history of life ever combined. Yeah, I I, I agree. Well, uh, I I can't wait for them to go up against you know Monday Night Football again, where they never mention ESPN during the football season because the fact is more people watch Monday Night Football than anyone who gives a rat's ass about Monday Night Raw. Yeah, but. We're going to have to try to figure out some drinking games. That's, and that's, that's, the fans out there can play, too. We're thinking maybe every time they say Twitter, mention the word Twitter or solid, then you could have a drink. Just an idea. Make your, make your 1,000th episode of Raw viewing party more fun. Well, here, I mean, right now this was, this was posted on well, a blog called thejockitch.com. That's <laughs> 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 terrible jockitch. <laughs> it's kind of good. Um, um, he says this game is to be played with 40s of malt liquor beer. Error. 40s of malt liquor or beer. Or, or beer. Oh, beer, okay. So, and these are 16, I mean, this really isn't kind of uh, this is more of an older one, but I actually with a few of this song because it's like a good one. Drink every time there's entrance music. Ah. Uh, uh, drink. Number uh, two, a wrestler uses his or her special move for finishing maneuver. Mm-hmm. And and this this is kind of a you're probably gonna get drunk after after this one tonight. Uh, drink every time there is an unnecessary backstage drama. <laughs> Drink every time there is a two count on an attempted pin. Trouble for a one count. 
drink every time you laugh. That happens a lot. Drink every time the rep does unnecessary or ridiculous hand motions. You know what's funny is like most of the time I'm laughing not because I find it hilarious, but I find like it's so stupid that it's hilarious. That's why I laugh. Drink uh, every time there is an attempted joke that's terrible. Oh, that's going to be quite a bit, especially if it's fucking Michael Cole. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, Michael Cole at least is more relevant. If King. King makes King opens his mouth at all. Drink every time there a diva muff dives another diva. Oh, muff dive, huh? Uh, drink every time they hype the next pay-per-view. Drink every time you see a terrible sign in the crowd. Can I have some medals with that? <laughs> <laughs> My God. What idiot would write that out? Sorry. Every time an outside object, a chair, a ladder, a sledgehammer, etc., is introduced. That's not going to happen. No, that's probably right. The extreme rules, they only do that once a year. Drink every time Raw cuts to commercial mid-match, only to remember the other guy winning winning now, called a commercial reversal. I I did not know that. Drink every time a tag team partner begs to be tagged in. Oh, chair hurts my ass. Drink every time someone is knocked out by something that shouldn't have hurt. (laughs) 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 And drink every time they mess up a move. Um, We've had a few drinks at the last uh, at the last pay per view money in the bank. Every time they mess up a move, like three of them in the SmackDown money in the bank ladder match. Let's see if I can find another one here. Raw 1000 drinking game. I think this should work. This is just on a kind of. You can way more elaborate drinking games than we do. We just like have a drink every time they say Twitter. Oh, here we go. This is going to be plastered by the. By the time it goes to one hour. This is on a forum, uh, the uh, officialfan.proboards.com. There are quite a few. I think there are 16 replies to this. So here we go. Let's run on. Um, number one, drink every time Cole says vintage. Oh, my Lord. Drink every time a legend is shown. And drink every time a wrestler breaks out into a dance. Drink again. <laughs> Drink again for every legend that one, that one of those legends that's always supposed to appear whenever the script calls them. Example, Sergeant Slaughter, Hackshaws and Duggan, Super Snooker, and uh, Ted DiBiase. Uh, Drink twice for every celebration of something that was actually rock and wrestling and uh, predated by Raw a long time ago. Uh, another one. Drink any every time something pointing out the WWE superiority to WCW is mentioned, or just anything negative about WCW. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's a here's a here's one the one that that you mentioned. Uh, drink whenever social media is mentioned. Warning yep. may induce liver failure and or death. That's what I said. That's what I said. Exactly what I said. You'll be drunk and plastered after the first hour of the The, show. the next response to that that one was, "Why are you trying to kill us?" <laughs> um, drink whenever Cole says, "You're watching Monday Night Raw, the week- longest weekly episodic show in television history." That's <laughs> <laughs> the next one is just drink heavily throughout the show. Um, drink any time they take a jab at another show that has less episodes than them. Good point. Yep. Drink a shot for every 360 HBK runs around Triple H at the DX entrance. <laughs> that's my favorite one so far. Uh, drink, drink every time there's a penis joke. Take a drink shot. Every, drink every time uh, Mr. Bank comes up and makes a racist joke. <laughs> um, take a shot whenever a tout video is aired. Oh, no. I guess we don't know how to expect that one. Drink whenever a match is interrupted by a commercial break. I guess we get a lot of those now. We, we're going to try to get on out 
by the way. We're going to try to figure out how to, how to air ourselves on a thousand episode of Raw. All right. Drake, when the trending now box appears in the corner. Oh, my God. Novice edition. Drink when a performer under the age of 35 appears. Wedding may not imply. <laughs> Remember when we saw Billy and Chuck at Marriott back down? This is a... This wow. is a, this is a uh, drink whenever you see the ring. <laughs> Someone likes to drink there. Uh-huh. Uh, drink whenever you hear the original Monday Night Raw theme, the saxophone solo. That's a good one. Drink when they have a random throwaway backstage segment with five or ten legends. <laughs> I fucking hate hacks. I've been talking. They're nice. Oh, oh, here's two. Here are here are two great ones. Take a shot anytime Vince McMahon appears, and then this. I think this might kill us. Try to chug as many beers as you can during the Undertaker's entrance. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how, about, how about this? If slash when Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out and stuns somebody, you have to take two beers to open up, smash them against each other, pour them all over yourself. That wouldn't sound pleasant. <laughs> well, that's what he does. He pours someone in his mouth and, like, all over himself. I can find any more of these. That's a that's a good one so far. I, I, I like that one. Um, yeah, you might want to have like a doctor or a nurse yeah. to stand by for that Undertaker one. Or an ambulance. <laughs> All right. Um, well, one person here says, uh, "One what could be drink every time Michael Cole tries to be funny. Drink every backstage segment." Um, drink every time you're disappointed about a match, segment, or promo. That's a good one. <laughs> that other one is, you know, drink every time Michael Cole sits the longest at the Sonic thing. Uh, drink every time the, uh, the WWE brings it to Montreal. Screw job. You'll know they bring it up a lot. Bret Hart is hosting. Get his soul. Drink every time Michael Cole mentions how good John Cena is. Try drinking every time you see a wrestler. Bye. Drink every time there's a oops, an interesting one. Drink each time there is a a wrestler high fives a member of the crowd. Ooh, you gotta really be intuitive on this one, huh? Yeah. Uh, drink every time pyro goes off. How about this one? Drink every time Daniel Bryan says yes. How about that? Ooh, that's a good one. Get a lot of that'd be a lot of drinks too. Raw 1000. Well, I have a question. Will Booker T be on, on this episode calling oh, matches? Probably. How about every time Booker T opens his mouth, he drinks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, something ridiculous like, is going to come out when he does. I'll be dead. Booker T. John Cena dressed up like Coach Fisher today. How about drink for as long as Ryback's match will last with whomever he faces? It'll probably be like 30 seconds. He'll probably wrestle like Friggin' Zach Gowd or some crap. Can't wait for that. So, we got about 10 minutes left. Uh, any news on Rajah.com? Different theme song today. Really? 
Wolf was the the one from the Attitude Era where it was. No, the oh, there you go. That's what I just did. The WWE has announced tonight that via fresh release that Out of Sight's chart-topping single, Tonight is the Night, will be the official theme song of the 1000th episode of Monday Night Raw. The song will be integrated into the telecast tonight. Tonight is the night. He said it off. Everybody knows. Oh, oh. I've never, never heard this. That's fun. Jim Ross tweeted uh, backstage feels like being at a, at an All Star game. Loving this day. I bet that'd be really sweet to be backstage. Chris Jericho released a child video earlier saying, "You won't believe these special guests who are here tonight. It's a who's who of the history of the show." When you think who's who, you got to think what? What? <laughs> <laughs> like how they're playing it. Like Stone Cold's not going to be there. Give me a break. I honestly think it's yeah, it's not a matter of uh, when it's not going to be there. Yep. Paul Bear has tweeted that. Uh, I thought he froze it that in the cooler that one time. Has been up for midday. Well, must have put him in the oven for a little while. I think. My God. Uh, rock band Green Day is in St. Louis staying at reportedly at the WW Hotel there. No confirmation on whether or not I'm they will be there Green tonight. Day. I hope they're not. They make me sick. So I got the guns, the toys. No, that's not it. That's not the that's not the theme song. That was that was the one I know that wasn't that one I just said, didn't I? I don't know. Someone just fainted because they 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 saw uh, Eric Rogers. <laughs> Actually, no, the, no, the, there's an ambulance. It, it's it's driving to St. Louis right now for an ambulance match WWE is to prevail, unveil a new Raw logo tonight. We kind of saw an image of the logo earlier via John Ken. Pretty much the exact same logo. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit more cleaned up, I guess. Kelly Kelly. She's returning to that, but not, it's not a full-time return. She's probably still has time off. To... She's still really, really extremely attractive. Yeah. yeah. Will Bay Young be there tonight? She is confirmed. My God, is Mark is she going to have sexual intercourse with Mark Henry again and still give birth, birth to a hand? No, no, and uh, credit to John Cannon, but no question whether or not their teenage son, the hand, will be <laughs> <laughs> in attendance. Uh, <laughs> he's probably very old by now. Well, he's, oh, he's 90, 99. He's, he's probably 13, 14 well, years yeah, old. He's in his teenage years. He's probably yeah. got lots of acne. <laughs> acne, acne on the back of his hand. Maybe the braces. <laughs> How <laughs> oh, adorable. And then one last spoiler for you, you all out there. Um, the confirmed um, former WWE superstars being in St. Louis for tonight's show, Billy Gunn, Bob Backlund, Bret Hart, DDP, Jim Duggan, Jim Ross, John Bradshaw, Layfield, Lita Mae Young, Mean Gene Okerman, Mick Foley, Psycho Sid, Road Warrior Animal, Ron Simmons, Rowdy Roddy Piper, yeah. Ryan Shamrock, the lovely Ryan Shamrock, and X Pac. X Pac. Yeah. Pull out the old internet pad here and uh, find this. Uh, find this here uh, story. Here we go. This is the end. It's the end of the world as we know it. Dateline is uh, well, let's just say Oklahoma. 
Okay. Sometimes shooting yourself in the foot is a better option. Saturday was a bad day for Tavares Donnell Colbert. The 36-year-old Oklahoma man accidentally shot himself in the genitals and then got arrested for it. Cops fed up with Colbert, a convicted drug dealer on Watonga, at a hospital about 9 a.m. Colbert allegedly told officers he found a gun somewhere in Kansas and planned to sell it at a convenience store. That's the right thing to say to police officers. When he pulled over his truck in the morning to make sure the gun worked, he found out that it did. It took a round to his groin, panicked, and drove to the hospital. Colbert isn't allowed to carry a firearm because he's a convicted felon with a long rap sheet. So cops arrested him after he was treated, the uh, Oklahoma uh, reported. Hmm. All this for coming, a guy, coming from a guy who can't stand dumb people. Boy, some people ain't shit, Colbert wrote on his Facebook wall. They mama and daddy shouldn't have even named them. Should have just let them drop and bust they had when they were born, LOL. <laughs> I bet he had A-plus in English class, too. Huh? Wow. He was charged with legal fire possession. 2003 was convicted of drug possession with intent to distribute. Question. Does yes. say whether or not he still obtained two genitals? The groin. So oh. The genitals is kind of... It's funny. We still have his, his tallywhacker. Did he still possess that? That's the, that's the, that's the crucial thing about this point. I, I don't think so. Probably. And finally, and finally this evening, this early, this late afternoon. Thank you. 